Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, this is Amber Scotchburn from Tutoring and Parenting with a Twist. And as I just mentioned on my Facebook Live video, I'm Facebook Live videoing this and I'm podcasting this. So for those of you that are on my podcast or listening on my podcast, feel free to download and listen to it again or pop on over to my Facebook page, Parenting with a Twist, and you will see the video there to be watched as well. I also will have it on my website, parentingwithatwist.com, and it'll be downloaded and you can watch it there. So today's topic is 13 Reasons Why Not, and it's going to be a series, just like the 13 Reasons Why Netflix series. If you haven't heard of it, I would suggest that you pop on, as a parent, to um, Google and stick it in there and uh, have a little read-through of either Wikipedia on it um, and obviously listen to this and, and you'll get to learn more about it. But basically, it's a Netflix series. Um, there's 13 episodes to it. It's talking about um, a girl who commits suicide. And um, as you know from Netflix, it can be watched at any time. So your child could be watching this in the middle of the night, you know, when they get home from school if you're not home, or perhaps just in their room, or, you know, as some kids know, to flip it to another <laughs> um, screen when a parent comes in. So it's very accessible, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, and perhaps in the, the olden days when we would watch shows as a family, there would be, you know, that one TV in the house and people would all come around it. So then you would know that you, uh, what your child is watching. And just with what um, is so accessible now or how things are so accessible now, perhaps we don't know that. 13 reasons why a lot of school boards across Canada and the United States sent home uh, a pager, a one pager on it, talking about what 13 Reasons Why um, is about. And, and a, a lot of them were more warning, warning parents potentially to be aware of it and to maybe not watch it and suggesting that it's glorifying suicide. I have a different take and a different perspective and, and that's what I'd like to share with you. And, and hence the title, 13 Reasons Why Not. Um, so um, basically, it, as I mentioned, is a 13-part series on Netflix, and it's targeted at school, high school-aged kids, but I would suggest you preteen kids are watching it as well. Uh, we also have a 21-year-old student who watched it with us, and, um, and a lot of the different parenting groups and moms groups I belong to, um, a lot of the moms are watching it and, and talking about hearing about their kids watching it. So it's definitely being watched. Um, it had the biggest number of tweets ever uh, from a Netflix show launched in its first week. 
So it's, um, it's popular. Um, I would, you know, you can start a conversation by just asking your ch children if they've even heard of it. Uh, that would be probably a really good start. Um, so it's about a girl named Hannah Baker who's 17 year old and 17 years old and takes her life. And it's 13 audio cassettes that she leaves behind to tell people why she's done this. And um, it, it's different people are named in it, and so it's sort of the story, her story. And um, the 12th episode, there is a rape that's shown, and the 13th episode, her suicide is shown. So I just want to caution you, you know, if you're suggesting as a parent, which some parents that I've talked to are suggesting, oh, I know my child's watched that, but, you know, I'm not, I, I don't have the time, or um, we talked about it and it's all good. So I really strongly invite you to sit down then if, if that's your perspective um, and at least watch 12 and 13 so that you will see what your child has seen. When we watched it as a family, my 13-year-old daughter was uh, pretty horrified uh, at the 12th episode. Um, we, you know, we, we had pre-watched it and so we told her what was coming and what to expect and, and said, you're not watching this by yourself, you're watching it with us. Um, and, you know, we paused it and we talked about it. And when we did talk about it, she said at that point, she thought that Hannah, the main character, had given up um, and, and just looked lifeless as, that as the rape was occurring to her. So there is a rape in episode 12. And in episode 13, there is a very graphic depiction of Hannah taking her life. Um, I could probably still get uh, teary when I talk about it because it's pretty, it's pretty sad and uh, the parents come in and find her. So, uh, you know, imagine that as a parent. Um, so those people that are saying it's romanticized or glorified suicide, I would strongly disagree with that. It, it made me sick to my stomach. I had tears rolling down my face as I looked across my family, uh, the same thing. So I, I don't think it's glorified. Um, I think that it's depicting somebody's reality. And yes, it's a TV show. Um, however, it's, uh, there are people that commit suicide and there's a lot of people that um, not only, uh, you know, have, haven't been successful, thankfully. Um, and then there's people that have been successful. So suicide is out there and it exists. And I think by shutting it down and saying, don't watch 13 Reasons Why, or I'm not going to watch 13 Reasons Why, um, I think you're missing the main point. And I'm inviting you to think of it from a different perspective to say, you know what, if my kid could potentially have even watched this, I'm going to watch it. Or watch it with the lens that, as a teacher, with the lens that um, your, your students have watched it, or maybe they're going through it. Um, watch it with the lens of a parent that my child, I'm sending my child to school every day, if that's your reality, and, and that could be their reality. Even a piece of the 13 episodes could be their reality. And you want to make sure that you're aware of, of what their potential reality could be. Um, as I mentioned, very graphic. Um, and my goal would be to give you some guidelines to talk to your kids about with it, um, as well as give you some signs of what mental illness could look like and what some different um, strategies are that you could do. Because perhaps there is a sign that you don't know that is happening in your world and, um, and your, your child is displaying it. Or you talk about it with your child because maybe one of their friends are. 
Uh, or maybe, maybe it's not a direct friend of theirs, but maybe they're witnessing it in school or witnessing it in their friend group and they don't know what to do and they don't know how to name it and they don't know how to talk about it. So I see that as my role here. Um, and it's big, it's a big topic. So I'm going to break it into 13 episodes. Uh, why not? And sorry, I just got excited there. So my whole screen shaked. So just to sort of touch, touch, touch base with everybody for a sec, I'm podcasting this. So this is on my Parenting with a Twist podcast, uh, hence the earphones and the headset. And those of you that uh, are listening to me on podcast, I'm also doing this on Facebook Live. So you can pop over to Facebook Live and watch me there um, or watch it because it'll be recorded and uploaded on my website as well, parentingwiththetwist.com. Um, so... I mentioned that um, I'm speaking from an informed opinion. Hopefully you think that. <laughs> uh, I have a social work degree um, and worked with at-risk youth in Toronto for four years in a social work degree. So Toronto, center of the universe, ha ha ha, Ontario, Canada. Um, I then taught <clears throat> for 12 years at pre predominantly um, with, I would say, at-risk youth became my area of specialty. And again, that was in Ontario too, Canada. And then I moved to Vancouver Island, where I am the CEO of a tutoring agency, which I, um, you know, have created and, and run myself. Um, so that has caused me in all of those different areas to work with a lot of parents and a lot of kids. Um, and, and through all that experience, I wrote a book called Parenting with a Twist. And um, what I'm going to do is take people through pieces of what I have found to be successful in my years of experience to give us 13 reasons why not um, and to look for some different signs. And so um, we watched as a family, um, my 13-year-old bonus daughter, um, my son who's just about 17, um, our homestay student who's 21, and myself and my partner. And it was really interesting because uh, my, my eldest son has, um, had, has mental illness tendencies um, and I don't like to say necessarily has a mental illness because I don't like to define people by things but you know he shows displays of that in some of his behaviors and some of his choices he makes and um, a really good analogy that I'm going to share with you guys today is uh, what one of his counselors said to him so he could explain it to people and that's where um, you feel like you're swimming and you look around and you don't see land and you don't see um, anything to hang on to and uh, you're getting tired. So you're swimming, you're getting tired and there's, there's nothing that you can see that can help you. And so as you get more tired and more tired, you start to lose hope. You start to lose hope that somebody's gonna appear or that land's gonna appear or that um, you know you have the tool within yourself to kick a little bit more, to kick a little bit longer, or to do a different stroke while you're swimming. And so basically what mental illness can look like for some people is that you're, you're doing this swim and you start to give up. Because again, as I mentioned, you're not seeing land, you're not seeing hope basically. You're not seeing that there might be another way, so you start to go under. And as you start to go under, you make that choice. Do I come back up because I think there's a reason to come back up to shore? Or do you, do you let yourself fall down um, or be carried down? Um, and let yourself can be a relative term there because perhaps you don't know or don't feel that you can do um, 
any different than what you're doing. And so, you know, that was a very helpful explanation for my, for my eldest son so that he could articulate to people in his world when he started to go under what that felt like for him. And that, um, for me, that was great because we could have a dialogue about it where I could say, okay, so, you know, are you seeing people that are there to help you? Do you not see land at this point? Or, you know, are the waves crashing over you? You know, how are you feeling when you're experiencing it in this particular moment? And that's the other thing too. There could be people that with mental illness that have uh, mental illness tendencies that have uh, strong, you know, work ethics and strong other things that they can do. And so that they're not always feeling that way, but it's a check-in to see, are they feeling that way? And instead of, you know, labeling our our children as, oh, they're lazy, Uh, you know, they're not getting out of bed. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes we hear that about teenagers. Um, They're, you know, they're not trying um, think of the different things that potentially you've, you've said about somebody, your, t- your own child, somebody else's child, uh, maybe a child that you've worked with or even an adult. And perhaps then if you look at it in a different light and you think, oh, perhaps maybe they had a mental illness or they have some mental illness tendencies. And I, I wasn't aware of that. And so it's been interesting for us to explain this to my son's teachers so that he, they can have an idea of where he's at and what he's experiencing. And I'm going to tell you that there's been a huge range. There's been the teacher that's like, I don't actually care. And I'm here to teach this. And if your son can't show up every day in class, you know, attentive, bright, bushy, bushy tailed <laughs> and uh, ready to learn, then I, then my job, that's my job. So, you know, we're done here basically, uh, to the teacher that's like, you know what, show up when you can show up and I've got a life jacket here for you anytime you do. And if you don't, then you know what, I'll throw you a life jacket (laughs) to your house and we'll work together on a strategy that way. Um, and then of course, you know, I would think that as his mom with my backgrounds, uh, we give him different strategies and different tools here. And, and so one of my key things is I say to him, you know, I've done a lot of the swimming for you, but being that you're almost 17, that isn't my role. My role is going to start to switch. And my role is going to be to see what tools you can give yourself, right? So if your child is out there swimming in the middle of the lake and they, and there isn't anybody around, what tools have you given them to swim with? to get to shore. And this is the point we're at. So there's going to be different stages somebody could be at in mental illness and different stages you'd be at as a parent and helping them. Perhaps you have a mental illness yourself and that swimming explanation could be really helpful for you to explain it to other people. Um, But basically what the series is going to be about is 13 reasons why not. So I'm not romanticizing. I'm not suggesting that suicide is the option. But what I am suggesting to you is that people do consider it. And that um, people do get to the point where they feel like they cannot swim anymore and they give up. And, and I want to be the reason why people don't give up. And I'd love to invite you to be the reason why people don't give up. As a parent, as a teacher, um, as whatever field you're in, um, however you can affect people and touch people, let's do it in a more positive way. So we are giving people life ropes. Um, so 13 Reasons Why, as I mentioned, Netflix series... I'm going to strongly suggest that you watch it. I'm going to strongly suggest if if at all else you watch episodes 12 and 13, especially if you think your child has watched it or you work with children. Um, There are times when I felt physically ill when I was watching it and I had tears streaming down my face, as I mentioned. Um, So it is graphic and it is kind of harsh. So just be aware of that. 
um, along with the violent act of rape and suicide. Um, there is other forms of bullying, there's slut shaming, um, there's drug and alcohol abuse shown, um, there's cyber bullying. Um, so, you know, being aware that these are the things that these could be your kid's reality. Um, perhaps that stuff happens to you at work. There's also um, positions of power and hierarchy taken on in the show. And like, so for instance, you know, the athletes, they're kind of more valued. So they get away with something more. Did that happen to you in high school? Did you see that in high school? Does that happen to you at work? Is there somebody who's more valued than you? Is there somebody in a position of power that takes advantage of their position of power or doesn't do anything in their position of power? Um, there's a counselor in 13 Reasons Why that um, Hannah says something to her, uh, him, sorry, so Hannah's the girl, and she says something to her counselor, and the counselor um, doesn't, doesn't do anything with that information. So, uh, you know, I've had various debates on this, but what was the counselor supposed to do? Well, there's a ton that the counselor is supposed to do. Um, you know, counselors are supposed to get other people involved. And so they could get a teacher involved, they could get administration involved, they could call home, they could get a school social worker or a child and youth worker involved. And so one of my episodes will be about, you know, what could the school do? Because if your child is experiencing this, the school has a responsibility um, to your child, first and foremost, as a child and as a human being, not to the fact that they need to be taught math, but the fact that they need to walk successfully through life. Um, so that'll be one of the episodes, um, in this, I'm just going to look at my notes quickly to see what else I wanted to mention. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I believe you're kind of living underneath a rock if you don't think that this is happening in your child's world. If you don't think your child has experienced or seen, uh, bullying, uh, slut shaming, any sort of cyber bullying, um, acts of aggression that are violent, um, you know, bordering on assault or assault or drug or alcohol abuse. And honestly, I, I believe that you're living under a rock because it happens. It's existing. I'll just share this with you. And this will be in another episode too. My bonus daughter is in grade eight and she was invited to go to an assembly where they taught kids how to be preventative for uh, fentanyl overdoses and gave them each uh, a fentanyl overdose kit. So they each walked away. We, we elected for her not to have it, but they could have walked away with a kit, with a needle, with the um, anti-drug, if you will, to fentanyl. So that if she happened to be at a party, she could whip this kid out of her purse and be the person to give the person who was ODing this needle. This was at school that she was given this kit uh, or offered the kit, uh, but given the education around it. So that'll be another topic for 13 Reasons Why Not in my, in my series. Um, so that what I, what I did want to mention for sure. Um, and I wanted to extend an invitation to you to watch this series. Um, the Netflix series, as well as watch the series um, live on my Facebook, as well as on my podcast, you can listen to it. Um, I invite you to ask me any questions that you have. If you have seen it already, and maybe your child had asked, has asked you a question that you're not 100% sure how to answer, or a student of yours, if you're a teacher, or somebody that you worked with brings it up, and their child has watched it and they don't know how to answer a question, I, I'd love to hear them because I'd love to 
uh, walk us through those questions. So please let me know if there's anybody that has any questions. Um, I do belong to some parent groups and some mom groups, um, as well as with the parents that I deal with on a daily basis. Uh, I have a whole running list of questions ready to go, which is how I designed the 13 Reasons Why Not series. Um, based on watching it myself, watching it with my family, going through all the different groups, um, gathering their information, and then I did a, a ton of research on it myself, and I uh, really wanted to get clear on what, what, what can do to be preventative. Let's do the 13 reasons why not, um, and let's not bury our heads. Let's not suggest that it doesn't happen. Let's not say don't watch it. I'm saying watch it, watch it with your eyes wide open, and then let's talk. Um, so pop any questions into the comment section of this video. Uh, if you feel like it's too personal, send it um, to me through a, a personal message, either on Tutoring with a Twist or Parenting with a Twist or my personal <laughs> Amber Scotchburn. Um, and those of you that are listening to me on podcast, fire it over on my uh, website. So um, Amber at ParentingWithATwist.com. And let's get this conversation started and let's figure out 13 reasons why not? 13 reasons why somebody would hopefully choose not to take their life and uh, will extend that lifeboat to them. So thank you so much. Um, deep topic and pretty heavy. And I'm sure as we go through it, you'll see some more tears from me because, uh, you know, I've worked with a lot of kids that have went through it. Um, I have some of my own personal stories to share as well. So uh, I'd love to hear from you. This is Amber Scotchburn from Tutoring with a Twist and Parenting with a Twist, and this is just the introduction video to 13 Reasons Why Not, which will be doing a 13-episode series as 13 Reasons Why Not to choose to do that. Thank you so much, and uh, I really appreciate you listening or watching. Oh, and I always end my podcast with, maybe I'll start doing it on my Facebook Live videos, with good morning, good afternoon, good evening wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.